to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jake Liu on the line, and he's the co-founder and CEO over at Outer. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Thanks, Adam. So uh, excited to get more into what you're doing over at Outer and how you're helping your clients with this amazing furniture, um, which we'll get, we're going to get more into. Uh, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, long story short, um, I was actually born in China um, and then moved to the United States, uh, actually to Alabama when I was in uh, middle school and uh, pursued a degree in computer engineering in college. And right out of the school, you know, I was really inspired by uh, both my, my, my mom's uh, business. Uh, she's a restaurateur. And so I started creating software for her restaurants. Eventually landed in L.A. to start building my first startup, uh, ProspectWise, that was venture-funded. And, uh, you know, soon after that, a few years later, uh, now I'm, you know, starting my, my new company, Outer. That's awesome. Um, and I and I just I love the transition and I love what you're doing with this new company. Um, so let's uh, obviously you know you've been you have the benefit of uh, hindsight now considering you've been a couple years in business and you've worked on other things in the past um, in terms of building software for your mom and so you you have a really good vantage point and also from the technical side um, by being a software engineer. Um, so there's some younger people listening right now that maybe are just starting their first business or maybe they're on their second business and the first one didn't go so well. Um, what kind of advice would you give them on, on really launching that, on launching their businesses? Uh, in general, I think, you know, launching a uh, software business uh, or a tech startup uh, is very different than maybe, you know, starting a restaurant or a lifestyle business, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I think when it comes to uh, just specifically software or tech startups in general, I do think, you know, there are uh, two paths that you can take, right? Either you take uh, outside funding, in this case, most likely, you know, VC, venture capital money, or you're just starting something, you know, on your own, bootstrapping it. And the latter path is probably more um, straightforward in the sense that you just need to build a profitable business and just use the cash flow to fund your, uh, fund your growth. And now, you know, the growth may be a lot slower, but it's definitely a lot, uh, shouldn't say definitely, but it should be a lot more stable, right? Um, you're building a product and then you're serving customers and they pay you and then you use that profit to fuel growth. The other way is if you go for VC, then, you know, there are some top questions that you need to answer. Uh, are you working in a market where it's large enough to sustain your, uh, your company? Uh, usually, you know, the, the, the rule of thumb is, you know, it's, it's, if it's a billion dollar market, right? Because that's when you can actually get the VCs to get, get excited in the first place. And then secondly, you know, it's really answering some of the questions like, are you, you know, the right person to take, take on the product uh, or the project? Uh, why are you the right fit? And how are you going to, you know, take that outside funding to basically uh, realize the vision that you're trying to build for? No, that's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit, Jake. I want to get more into what you're doing over at Outer. So um, first off, um, what's your vision for this company? Let's talk a little bit more about the products you're creating. Yeah, so at Outer, we make exceptional outdoor furniture, and we sell it directly to our customers. 
and there are three things that really make us uh, stand out. And first of all, we make the world's best outdoor sofa. Uh, it actually took us years to get it right, but it is as, as comfortable as your bed, as stylish as your indoor furniture, and as durable as your camping gear. Secondly, the entire sofa is made of um, sustainable materials. So, uh, you know, from the way it's manufactured on to how it's shown to, to customers, to how long it lasts, uh, it, to the fact that it's 100% recyclable, um, you know, the, the, the entire life cycle is sustainable. And thirdly, you know, the, the tech spin or the tech startup angle to this whole business is that we're building a model called the neighborhood showroom. Think retail meets Airbnb. So basically, we're turning customers' homes into our physical showrooms where potential customers can, instead of going to a retail showroom, you know, in downtown or wherever, they can just pop into a neighbor's home who has an outdoor sofa to check it out in person. And so, um, you know, we, we are the first authentic direct-to-consumer brand in this fast-growing outdoor furniture category. And I partner up with my, my co-founder, Terry, who is the original head of furniture design at Pottery Barn, to reimagine, you know, what the perfect outdoor furniture brand uh, should be. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm looking at the furniture, and it, it makes sense that you'd have such a uh, such a high-profile name in terms of what you're designing to pull off some of the things in, that you're doing. So that's it's really cool to look at and witness. Um, can you elaborate more on that concept of the of, of what you're of turning the you know your neighbor's yard into a, into an outdoor showroom because I think it's it's just so interesting and I don't want to I want to spend a little bit more time on it. Yeah, well, thank you. It's definitely a very exciting platform that we're building and we've seen some early success with it already. Um, so the concept is that you know if you're buying um, you know furniture on the internet, right? The, the number one problem that you face is well, you know, how does it feel? How does it look in person? Mm-hmm. Um, is it comfortable? How's the material, right? Especially for an outdoor uh, furniture, um, you know, you definitely want those answers, uh, questions answered. And so instead of building up, uh, you know, retail showrooms, uh, which, you know, furniture showrooms in general are probably really, really uh, inefficient as far as, uh, uh, you know, retail in general goes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we were rethinking how do we solve that problem for our customers without the overhead of building these just archaic, uh, you know, bad experience uh, showrooms. And so the idea was really to marry the sharing economy concept of Airbnb to um, the actual retail experience of seeing and touching and feeling a product in person. And that's how the idea germinated. And so uh, right now we we have thousands of applications from all over the country of people who want to open up their backyard to basically host our furniture um, and, you know, they have to buy the furniture, uh, but, we, you know, if they qualify, then they definitely get a price break. And then on every visit that they host, uh, they'll actually get paid a flat fee. So we don't pay them commission uh, because we don't want to, you know, train them to become salespeople. They should just be compensated based on their time, their availability, and their space, right? So we pay them a flat fee every time somebody visits them. And as a potential customer slash visitor, you actually come to our website first, and then you check out everything about a product and educate yourself about, you know, whether this is a product that, that's the right fit for you. And the last thing is, you know, hey, I want to see, you know, where can I experience this sofa in person? And at this point, you know, instead of being uh, presented with a bunch of showrooms near you or sending you a fabric swatch, we'll just say, hey, there is a neighbor in your, uh, you know, community they can check out within five miles of where you live to uh, to book a visit. 
And so at that point, you can just easily uh, pull up the calendar on our website and then schedule a visit and off you go. Wow, that's such an amazing concept, and it's so efficient. And in terms of like space, you're right. And and I mean, I obviously I don't know I don't know the numbers on the you know profitability per square foot on a on a um, on a furniture showroom, but you know they're not doing an Apple store, right? <laughs> in terms of volume <laughs> uh, per square foot, it's not happening. They're definitely not doing that with uh, with furniture. So typically, you see them maybe usually in the outer you know skirts of town or something. They have these huge warehouses and other things so that that's really cool especially for outdoor furniture because you'll also be able to tell how it holds up and that you have a quality product because sometimes outdoor furniture looks good when you get it and then um, and then by the next season it's just terrible exactly yeah yeah right now if you shop for outdoor furniture you really just go to you know some of the big box retailers mm-hmm. and then they're always you know in a you know indoor environment and then you're faced with a pushy salesperson and Mm-hmm. There's a lot of misinformation out there, you know, what kind of fabrics, what kind of frames, and, you know, it's just not a great experience, you know, mm-hmm. let alone the business case, but it's just not a great experience for the customer. Um, you know, I, for one, do not like shopping for furniture in general, and, you know, while selection is great on the Internet, uh, but you definitely miss that see and touch and feel. So we think this is a good way to kind of bridge the gap for both. That's awesome. Uh, so, Jake, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Outer or to follow up, what's the best way for them to learn more about the product? Yeah, so they're welcome to visit our website. It's liveouter.com, and, or they can just Google Outer. We should be uh, on top of the search list, hopefully. Fantastic. Well, hey, Jake, I uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, how the great work you're doing over at Outer and really disrupting the furniture uh, model, in my opinion. I'm excited. That's great stuff. Um, to the audience, as always, uh, don't forget, if you got a lot of value out of this, which I hope you did, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Jake, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.